Building a business is hard. Maintaining healthy relationships with those that you care about is hard. Staying fit and healthy in your body, your mind, and your emotions is hard. This podcast is about finding and sharing tools, strategies, and experiences that may help you to achieve and maintain moderate success in your life, whatever that means to you. There is a ton of content created by the billionaires, the ultra-successful athletes, and by people that are at a level that the vast majority of us will just never get to. And if you're anything like me, I'm totally okay with that. This is a place where we talk about how to build a great business, but not necessarily a massive one. A place to talk about how we build a life that is balanced and integrated, but not necessarily optimized to levels that are not realistic for most of us. In short, it's a place where we explore how to be moderately successful. The work will always remain yours, and for the most part, it's simple, but not easy. I want to challenge you to be more than just a passive listener. I want to challenge you to take whatever resonates with you from this episode and to teach it to somebody that you think will benefit from it, and to do so in the next 24 hours. This will embed the learnings for yourself, and you'll be helping someone else as well as the podcast. Lastly, please share this with whoever you think needs to have this in their lives. The more reach we can get, the more impact we can have. With that said, let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. So today, I want to talk about copying and how I copy, why I copy, and to share some of the, I guess, most frequent or common or useful people and resources that I've copied from. So (laughs) I'm sure I'm not the only person that does this, and it's really not rocket science, but maybe just to sort of paint some context to this. So quite a few years ago, like many of you, I'm sure, I I read a lot of books and listen to a lot of content. And and for some reason, I came across a book called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. And when I read this book, I had a very profound experience, which was this book is kind of like the last, I don't know, 10, 20 business books that I've read, but then summarized and put into kind of actionable, like an actionable playbook that I can actually implement. And I was just had this, I had this very strong kind of experience of like, this is amazing. I don't actually have to figure everything out. I can just kind of do what I'm told to do in this book. And then my focus will shift from having to figure stuff out to a disciplined and focused execution. And at the time of reading the book, Nona was in trouble. Like the business was not in a good place. It was a long time ago. There were lots of things that were wrong. And I feel quite confident to say that that as the result of the actions that we took from this book was really the beginning of the turnaround of of the business, and ultimately it led to a very uh, very successful acquisition. And it was really that insight that that shifted things for me, and that insight being I don't actually have to figure many things out from scratch. There are very few original ideas or thoughts that I have to have. I can really just focus my efforts on seeking out the best sources that I can copy from, emulate and make my own. And it kind of led to a very simple process that I sort of live by now, which is first find the best possible people and sources to copy from people that are smarter than me, more experienced than me that have done it before, then take those sources and focus heavily on execution. And then through the execution, that actually then becomes my own. So the content is not my own. But once I've experienced it and executed and actually lived it, then it does become my own. And even though it's heavily influenced or inspired by other people, other sources, other content, the experience and the sort of the value of it once it's been executed by me, it becomes mine. And the same can be true for you if it isn't already. So today, I want to talk about some sources that have really, really helped me. I've been lucky enough to meet some of these people and work with some of these people. 
Some of them I have not and would love to. Sort of a dual purpose episode. The one is to share some of these sources with you and, and hopefully they'll be useful to you across your life, not just in business, but in life. But the other is just to, you know, in my little way, just to show appreciation and, and, and call out and acknowledge some of these people that have just put out such amazing content into the world. So the first one I'll start with is is scaling up because I've already mentioned it. So written by a guy called Vern Harnish, who I have had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing and speaking to and really just an amazing and generous guy. And Vern Harnish also happened to start the Entrepreneurs Organization, which I was a part of for about, I think, seven years and served on the board for a few years and had some real great value from EO. So he wrote Scaling Up, which, as I said, was basically like a whole bunch of some of the best business people on the planet summarized and put into a playbook to really just take the guesswork out of out of it for you. And it's just I cannot thank Vern enough for the content that he put out into the world. You know, for the cost of buying one book, you really have a business operating system model in your hand. And it's not easy to execute on. In fact, it's very difficult, but it is simple. Basically, follow the steps, which are not easy, but follow the steps and you will have a much, much better business. So so that's the first one. The second one I want to call out is, is Jim Collins. And for any of you who know me, you would have heard me quote Jim Collins a million times because he's just that good. In fact, in scaling up, I'm pretty sure there's there's actually quite a few call-outs of, of Jim Collins's work. He's famous for, for many things. Most recently, I, I reread for, I don't know, the 10th time or something, uh, Good to Great, which is one of his books. And this book's actually a good example to illustrate what I'm talking about. It's, it's Good to Great is less, it's less a book than it is the findings of an enormously deep and detailed study on the best businesses by his definition, which he goes into, into definition. So it's, it's just absolutely packed full of very usable, very actionable, very practical, but also incredibly well-researched insights and nuggets of wisdom. So Jim Collins, I refer to all the time. He wrote Good to Great. He wrote uh, Great by Choice. He wrote Built to Last. He's, he's written amazing Harvard Business Review articles. He came up with uh, the Hedgehog concept. And the list goes on and on and on. You just, you just can't go wrong when you're spending time studying Jim Collins's work. So really what I'm talking about here is Jim Collins has just been a massive inspiration and source of content for me to just build and run better businesses. Haven't yet had the honor of meeting Jim. I hope that I do one day. Next one I want to call out is Traction. So the book is Traction, which is basically speaks about and teaches a model called the Entrepreneurial Operating System or EOS. And that's by Gino Wickman. I have no idea if what I'm about to say is true, but like the feeling I get is that Gino Wickman kind of took traction and evolved it and made it simpler, which I think is amazing if he did. If he didn't, well, that's fine. I don't have any data on this. It's just my sort of sense that I, that I get. So I've studied traction quite deeply. After scaling up, we, we kind of shifted over to traction and implemented traction. And it's, it, it's an amazingly simple, but difficult operating system to implement in a small business. And again, it's just an endless source of incredibly useful, very practical tools that really, really work. Again, uh, I haven't met Gino, so I've never asked him if, uh, like how he evolved it. I, I'd actually love to meet him and, and have the discussion, but it doesn't really matter, to be honest. To me, there's just an endless amount of value in, in Gino Wickman's work. And, and the book there is Traction, which teaches a system called the Entrepreneurial Operating System. So really just those three, you know, if, if I had just sort of studied those three, I think I would have learned a lot of what I needed to learn about business and continue to, just to be clear, it's, it's never finished. The next one I want to call out is, it's based on initially a podcast called Two Bobs. And there's a bunch of books involved by these two very, very valuable business leaders. So their names are David C. Baker and Blair Inns. They run the podcast or host the podcast called Two Bobs. And, and really the way that I describe the podcast is it's a very specialized teaching for 
getting positioning right and pricing right if you're a services business, particularly in the kind of marketing and digital space. So David C. Boker wrote a book called The Business of Expertise, which is I actually think where I found him. And then Blair Enns has written a number of books. I think they've both written a number of books. But the ones that stand out for me with Blair are The Win Without Pitching Manifesto and Pricing Creativity. Pricing Creativity is one of the best books I've ever bought. It's very, very expensive. I think it costs about $500 or something, which uh, <laughs> which is quite cool because it's all about pricing strategy. And if you can, if you can get me to part with $500 for a book, then I reckon he's got the, he's onto something. But the book is absolutely jam-packed full of, again, very, very practical, well-researched pricing strategy nuggets. But the podcast is really where the absolute gold was for, for me. And Listening to Two Bobs and then actually eventually engaging with David. So we, we had the fortune of, of, of actually working with David. It changed completely how I think about business positioning. And in fact, to be honest, it actually introduced me to what business positioning is and should be. And the work that we did with David and the lessons that I learned from the podcast and, and my partners and I and how deep we went into it, it fundamentally shifted who we were, how we sold, how we priced, how we positioned. And ultimately led to a very fruitful acquisition of the business. So cannot sing David C. Baker and Blair Inn's praises enough. And if you want to start with, with that content, really it's about positioning. I'd suggest starting with the Two Bobs podcast. The next one is Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni. So this book I've just read so many times and I'm not, I'm not even going to try and explain <laughs> the value that it gives. But what I'll say is it's the best book that I've ever read by far on understanding team dynamics and, and leadership. And it's written in a really cool way. It's written in like a story narrative with fictitious characters. And it's just so good because as the characters are built on and the story and the narrative evolves, you can just totally identify with who you are, who other people are on your team. And then of course, it, it sort of evolves and gives you kind of a field guide and implementation measures to take. So Patrick Lencioni, I have not met but absolutely love his work and have referred back to it many, many times. The book name is Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and there's a whole lot of other books that sort of spin off from that. So that's really about leadership, team dynamics, building teams, high-functioning teams, et cetera, et cetera. The next one is a book called Measure What Matters by John Dore. And Measure What Matters is like the OKR Bible. So if you're new to OKRs or you don't know yet what OKRs are, they, they stand for Objectives and Key Results, and they're really the best goal-setting framework I've ever come across. So I've tried rocks, I've tried just smart frameworks, I've tried Grove methodologies, I've tried all sorts of stuff. And for me, OKRs are, are by far the best and most effective. And you know, I reckon most of the big businesses in the world would agree with that because most of the big tech companies, at least, use OKRs. So John Dore, just to give you a bit of background, so Andy Grove from Intel kind of created OKRs. Google made them famous. And John Dawes, the guy who introduced them to Google. And if I'm not mistaken, he actually worked with, uh, with Andy Grove. So he's kind of like the godfather of OKRs. Even though he didn't create them, he, he kind of it feels like he's the guy who sort of put them on the map. And Measure What Matters is a very readable but highly detailed kind of background, guidance, playbook, interrogation of OKRs. So if, you, if you're into sort of building businesses that operate on a quarterly structure – and that need focus and that want to create significant gains and, and, and changes in the market, cannot recommend Measure What Matters by John Dore more. Haven't had the pleasure of meeting John, but hopefully I will. Then shifting gears a bit, this has got little to do with business um, directly, but I'd say probably the biggest influence on my life has been the work that Eckhart Tolle has done. So I, I read The Power of Now when I was, I think, about 15. 
And basically, I've never stopped reading Eckhart Tolle stuff or listening to his stuff since then. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating. So I, I will almost constantly be reading one of his books or listening to a talk or listening to one of his books or an interview kind of just consistently since then. And his work has had an incredibly profound impact on my life. I'm not even going to try to capture his, his teachings, but essentially it comes down to a message, at least this is how I receive it, which is that you don't suffer from the thing. You suffer from the non-acceptance of the thing. So when we are fighting the reality, when we are fighting what is, that's where the suffering comes from. When we can lean into a deep state of acceptance, we actually find that we're okay. And it's from that point that we can begin to rebuild and fix and grow and, and all the rest of it. Now, that's how I understand it in my mind. It'll be different for everyone that reads it. But this might seem like it has nothing to do with business, but it actually has everything to do with business. Because something I realized is that in order to be an effective business leader, in order to be effective in my family, in order to be effective anywhere, I've got to take care of myself. I've got to make sure that my mental state is strong. I've got to make sure that I'm together and that I have my shit together. And Eckhart Tolle has been by far the biggest source of this for me. He's written a plethora of books. His most famous is called The Power of Now. But, but actually, I've gotten the most value from his talks, of which there are hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of hours of talks available from him. So I've not met Eckhart Tolle. I've been trying to meet him for years and years and years and years, but he's a very difficult person to, to get to, obviously. So, so I haven't been lucky enough, but that's someone that I would absolutely love to meet. The next one has also got nothing to do with business directly, but this is one on parenting. So particularly for young kids parenting, there's a lady called Janet Lansbury who has got a podcast called Unruffled and a number of books. And her sort of parenting philosophy really changed the way that my wife and I look at parenting. Now, I'm not going to try and tell you how to parent or how not to parent. I'm not even actually going to go into her narrative. I'm just going to say that she's been fundamental in how we parent. And I've seen massive changes in, in, in especially my daughter for the positive through some of the tools that I've learned from Janet Lansbury's work. So I haven't met Janet, although I think my wife has actually spoken to her, if I'm not mistaken. But her work is just absolutely phenomenal, especially if you've got toddlers at that very young age. I'm kind of in between now. I've got a 10-month-old baby and a seven-year-old daughter. So I'm about to kind of get back into the Janet Lansbury phase, let's say. And I'm just so grateful to her and her work because it's really shifted a lot of stuff around me as a parent. And by learning to parent better, it really is work on oneself. The next one is just anything by Naval Ravikant. So this guy, in my opinion, is like the best thinker of our time. And that's very much an opinion, not a fact. But there's a podcast episode that he did, which is very, very long. And it's based off a tweet storm that he did. So I think the podcast episode is like three hours or four hours or something. But it's probably the best piece of content that I've ever consumed. So he just did these kind of... Oh, I don't even know what to call them, but they just kind of like, it was like a tweet storm of just like life wisdom. And it was called, I think it was called how to get rich or how to be rich or something, which is just a terrible name because it, it really doesn't like for me anyway, it doesn't describe what it was about. The value that he gave was just so much more than how to get rich. And since then, there's a book that I think a guy called Eric Jorgensen put together called the Almanac of Naval, which basically takes this tweet storm and this, um, podcast and, and puts it into kind of a book, right? And I actually think it's free in its ebook format, but it's called The Almanac of Naval. Now, I've not met Naval Ravikant because he's 
one of the most kind of famous people in Silicon Valley and, and, and the business world. So that's unlikely. But I have referred back to his work and quoted his work and used his work as, as a sort of basis so many times. I kind of feel like I know his brain because of how many times I've read his work and how many times I come back to it. A lot of the stuff that I put out on LinkedIn, a lot of the way that I run my sort of life comes from something that has been inspired from what he's put out there. So if you want to have a look at his stuff, you know, you can start with just Googling his podcast episode or the tweet storm, or you can just get the book, The Almanac of Navarro Vicant. It's absolutely mind-blowingly simple, succinct, and just packed full of wisdom. And then the last one is someone that I actually know, I've spoken to him quite a few times now, and he'll actually come on the show at some point quite soon, but his name's Rand Nuna. And this one's a lot more kind of material, but just, um, you know, I, I have a hobby. I, I love cryptocurrency. It's a hobby of mine. And, you know, Rand has had a very successful business career and he's been very deeply involved in crypto for a very, very long time. And I guess this is just a shout out to Rand for, you know, he runs a channel called Crypto Banter on YouTube, which I think is the biggest crypto channel now. And the reason I'm shouting him out is just because this guy puts in so much effort and work to just sort of freely give away like just information and updates and news. And he's just so passionate and got such a massive work ethic. And he just shares such a massive amount of knowledge around trading, investing, et cetera, and crypto, cryptocurrency. So, I mean, my look, I have my own sort of ways that I invest and I have my own strategies and what have you. I don't trade at all. But I just think that Rand is so incredibly generous with how much he puts out there in the world. And I've been lucky enough to get to know him quite well. And I remember before having him on a podcast a while ago on a different podcast, he sort of said, you know, all of my friends ask me what I should buy, like what crypto I should buy, or what I should buy. And he said, honestly, just listen to the show because that's where I share everything that I'm doing. And he really does. And I just kind of, I think he's quite unique in the space in that I just feel like he's a lot more generous than most people in these sort of potentially scammy places. So I guess why I'm sort of shouting around out here is that I have actually learned an enormous amount from, from the content that he shares. And I'm grateful for that. So, you know, I've been lucky that I've got to know, I've gotten to know some of these people, but, but really that's, I wouldn't say that's, that's immaterial, but it, it's not the point. The point here really is that all of these people are completely accessible because they put tons of content out into the world. The thing is though, you've got to do the work. So you can read as much as you want. You can get access to as much of the stuff as you want, but it's all completely and utterly useless, in my opinion, unless you're actually putting it into practice. You're executing on it. You're taking notes in these things and you're actually putting this into reality, into your business, whether it's through a coach or an advisor, whether it's by yourself, whether you use a facilitator, whether you don't, it doesn't really matter that much. The point is that the stuff is just academic until you've actually executed on it and then it becomes your own. And that's how I've experienced the stuff. And, you know, I never went to university. I never studied anything. So everything that I've ever done, I've had to learn from scratch. And I don't know if it might have been different if I've done a, you know, a business science degree with an MBA or something. Maybe I'd have a different approach. I don't know. But for me, this is what's worked amazingly and continues to work. And this is just how I approach things. So hopefully something in this was useful to you. And I'd love to hear your feedback. As always, easiest way to get hold of me is on LinkedIn. And I hope you got some value from today's show. If you want to talk about working with me as a business improvement coach, please reach out either on mike at smbmastery.com.au or you can find me on LinkedIn. Please do share this podcast with whoever you think will get value from it. And if you have five minutes, please do give us a rating and review. They really do help with making the podcast visible. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and I'll be back soon with the next episode.